Hi everyone, Tim Kitzer here from NBA Jam and NFL Blitz, and you're listening to Throwing Up the Same with Trayvon Edwards and Jason Madison. Boom shakalaka. And now here's your starting lineup. Trayvon Edwards, Jason Madison. Boom shakalaka. Welcome back to another episode of Growing Up the Same. I'm your host, Trey Edwards, always joined by my co-host, Jason Madison, a.k.a. Jay Skills. And I forgot to mention my nickname, Black Trey, if you don't know. Um, today's a special episode. We don't have any guests this week because everybody's too fucking busy. Um, but we're going to do a mailbag. And the crazy thing about it, we ain't getting any questions. So no this show, <laughs> we ain't get no questions. So the cool thing about this, me and Jason are just going to catch up and we're going to talk about some cool shit. So... Uh, Jay, what's good, man? You just had a birthday. How's everything? Everything is cool, man. You know, how'd you um, turn? 34, big dog. Damn. Is that like your Olajuwon year? That's, this is my Shaq year. Shaq did wear 34. Yeah, this is my Shaq diesel year. I associate Shaq with like hella numbers. So like, I'll never know. But like, yeah, this is a diesel year. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I mean, shout out to Hakeem. But yeah, I mean, niggas feeling old. You know what I'm saying? My back hurts. Uh, <laughs> wait how, hey, how come that's always nigga shit like when they turn like late when they get to the end of their 20s or they turn 30 nigga be like hey my back hurt it's either your back or your knees man your so back you- or your knees my knee health's been beat though since i was flipping yeah. so i can't even use that as excuse but yeah, your back man. do randomly be hurting my nigga. it be randomly hurting like my this whole side just be like, so <laughs> hey so like soon as soon as the clock hit 12 your shit just start hurting yeah it just started <laughs> It was just like, ooh, what's that? Oh, I got some grays. I got some gray hairs. Do you have gray hair? Yeah, no, nah, my shit's yeah, it's coming in. You, I want gray you, hair on my facial hair though. Do you I want to be like, like no, I've no. never, I would never die that shit. I think dying your hair is corny as fuck. Like, love yourself. But how many, but how many niggas do we know? Oh, like, it's hella niggas that die that shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> hella niggas is dying that shit, bro. Nah, I'm embracing getting old. Being being old is fire. The thing is, is that we kind of like been in a society of where if you're getting older, you're gaining weight, you're washed, you're like, you look bad. That's not the case. Like, you shouldn't be embracing and not chasing the ghost. Like, enjoy that shit. And I think that we don't as a culture. I think that we're so like, like caught up in like looking young forever. Like black don't crack is one thing, right? Well, black does crack if you use crack. You know what I'm saying? That's black. That you know, that's bad. But honestly, we do age well gracefully. But like, mindful wise, like, be kind to yourself. I think motherfuckers just go so hard to like be a ghost that they were 15 years ago or 20 years ago, and it's like, yeah, my nigga, that's the beauty of getting old, bro. Like, you know what I mean? No, and it's but that's the thing though is that I think as a as a person, at least at this age. I feel like you're kind of always chasing your 20s from this, from where nah, I'm I think at, niggas always chase their high school years. It depends on which one was cooler for you, right? Like right. some people wasn't that cool in high school and got real cool in college or, or in their early to mid 20s. Some mm-hmm. people was living it up, you know, 14 to 18. I think for me, it was the, it was the 20s when I was in college and right after that. But I think when you're a kid, you always want to be older. You always want to be grown. And then as soon as you pass like your mid 20s, you want to go back. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I had a question since we brought that up before we get into your birthday. Hmm. Why does niggas hang on to the high school year so much? Like what's so special about high school? First of all, I've been out of high school 
18 years, right? Almost right. dub. Yeah. And I really think about that shit. I'm like, yo, why niggas be like always like, yo, in high school, my nigga? Yeah. I was a man. Like, why is high school so important to people? I don't know. Because it's like a, it's the only time when you collectivize with your community like that and you get to show out in front of your community. You know what I'm saying? There's not really another time if you're if you're not a public figure to really show out in front of the people in your neighborhood. And at that time, if you were, like you said, the man in high school, that means everybody who lived in your area knew who you were. You were cool to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, so but I, let I, that fucking shit go. No, for sure. I was That's not fucking sorry as hell. Could you imagine bragging on niggas like, yo, you know, like, Imagine right. me going to Verb, bro, and I see you, and I'm like, "Hey, that's brother. I used to sell a CD, this, this, the CDs. He the <laughs> right. legend." And you like, "Yeah, nigga, I used to sell CDs." And you still, and you might put that in your bio, like, "Yeah, the nigga that sold CDs, bro. Like, that's me." Like, but niggas it, like, it's more sports related, obviously, right? You know what I'm saying? And it's, I think, also, you so know, niggas is Uncle Rico. Yeah, because it's like if you won anything and you never won anything again in your life. You're going to talk about the time that you won something. So it's like, that's when a lot of niggas won city championship or played in the form or whatever. And that's their highlight. It, it got to a point. I want to say like the past three years, I used to meet with my homies from high school. Yeah. And niggas is just sitting in the car. We have a little session with smoke or whatever. I want to talk about high school. And I'm like, yo, this shit whack low key. Like right, we already went to high school. We surpassed that. And that's all we kind of banking on. Or that's the only connection. Or like, yo, what's up with bro? Like he good. You actually right, like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like a catch up. But like, I'd rather not fuck. Like, let your high school ego, let your high school self go. Let right, it go. Yeah. Like, leave it alone. Don't worry about that girl. What she look like. Oh, right listen. Now. Oh, <laughs> my God. All, you know? all, all my ex-girlfriends from high school got kids. Shout out to them. They happy as fuck. But yeah. I was, I'm, I'm, I probably wasn't the nigga that wanted kids, bro. No. Um, so you went somewhere for your birthday. Where'd you go? Yeah, I went to, uh, went to Mexico, went to different parts of Mexico. So, uh, the funny thing is we went to Yucatan and the purpose of the, is it Yucatan? Uh, is Yucatan or okay. yeah. either or I, 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 I passed through that bitch. That's only yeah. I know. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, the purpose of going to that part of Mexico was me and my boy, Will, He's super into hiking and the nature and all this stuff. And we were looking for places for, for me to go. And uh, he was saying like, oh, you know, the crater that um, from the, the asteroid, the meteor that killed the dinosaurs, uh, you could see the crater off the Yucatan Peninsula. And I was like, what? So then we looked it up and I'm like, damn, this looks dope. I ain't never seen this on Instagram. This looks crazy. Like, I want to see where, you know, civilization got restarted and all this stuff. Right. So we end up, me and my girl end up um, booking a killer hotel out there. Uh, the name is Chable. They got one um, over by Playa del Carmen and they got another one uh, where we stayed in, in uh, Yucatan. Mm. And um, come to find out, you can't even see the crater from the Earth's surface. Mm. So so we went and we were staying in this dope hotel thinking we're going to get up in the morning, go drive an hour to check out the crater or what have you. And uh, I started looking like doing some research on where it was, the city and all that. And then it, I'm looking on Google and it says 
is not visible from the earth's surface. And all the pictures that I saw were just like artist renderings mm. of what it, what it looked like and all this. So we didn't even end up going there, but we stayed at this amazing hotel um, there. We stayed in Playa del Carmen the first night. And then it was, this is a trip. So then we left uh, Chable in the in Yucatan. Uh, by the way, I did get uh, bumped up by the police. Oh, uh, no. Tell people I got robbed by the police, but I guess this is their tax. <laughs> when you go to Mexico, they tried to tell me I'm, I was speeding when I wasn't. That shit happened really to us in Colombia, bro. <laughs> yeah they just wanted some bread so i ended up giving them a hundred u.s dollars because i didn't have a lot of pesos on me then the motherfucker stuffed that shit under his clipboard so fast because the nigga that's, tried to act like that's he, fucking grimy so niggas just tried yeah. to just finesse you real quick because they yeah. do not try to he finessed the hell out of Damn, me you know what bro. I'm saying? So, not on so your yeah, birthday so, bro like he that's oh my me. actual birthday too that's bro sorry as hell yeah so that happened. I got got by the uh, policia, policia. <laughs> and uh, and so then we, we're coming back from Chable to Tulum because, you know, Tulum is like the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the spot that everybody want to go. Right, right. So we go to Tulum, right? Come to find out Tulum is like low key to ghetto. Like, okay. it's yeah, no, nah, it's not. It, it, that's the thing. They they make all they bread off. It's like being in fucking. Um, you know, like living in a tourist spot. It's like living in L.A., right? We don't go to a lot of spots. You feel me? Like if we from the crib, you know what I'm saying? That people but, come here, but you make a but, lot of bread there. But going to Tulum is like going to vacation in Watts, Loki. <laughs> like, that's fucked up. Well, okay, <laughs> like, tell me tell me more about why you said it, because that's fucked up. Yeah, because it's like you don't know until you get there. Everybody's posting pictures in front of palm trees on the right. beach and shit, drinking it's like okay cool it looks kind of fly then when you get there you realize like oh it's just the beach and it's, it's like if you're not on the beach that shit is dirt roads and motherfucking like huts and shit you know what i'm saying it's not no infrastructure or like a city It's literally like this is where the people live um we pulled up to our hotel which was hotel bardo mm -hmm. and the shit was like 500 dollars a night and we get there, it's off a, off a dirt road. We pull up to the front, we go in, and it's the, the fucking, it's not a, it's not a traditional hotel. It's not even a building. You know what I'm saying? It's literally like bamboo and like built like a jungle type of vibe. And you go into the, um, the front desk, it's small as fuck. It's about the size of my living room. And you're like, what? But it's all like, it's decorated, but it's just like tiny and weird. So, and you can't see where the rooms are, right? So then they take us back to where the rooms are. Everything is kind of really tight, but the the decor is nice. Mm -hmm. So the the pool looks really nice, but it's like all these hipster white folks in there, and um, this like Zoe Kravitz looking chick with like a white boyfriend. So it's like kind of these like semi cool people that you see, but then you're like, okay, what's the real vibe? So then they take us back to the rooms. The rooms are all separated by like these bamboo like columns. And right. so then you go to the room, the room is kind of nice, but it's like the couches on the floor, the pool that's supposed to be like in front of your room is like really just like this small kind of tub like thing. And then 
the killer that got my girl where she was like, nah, we're not staying here was they were like, oh, yeah, um, because of the step, the septic, whatever out here, like you have to throw your toilet paper in the trash like you can't flush the toilet paper. And she was mm. like, nah, we're out of here. <laughs> and so, you know, that was like a little bougie, but it was just like that wasn't the vibe we was on. You know, we was mm-hmm. on some, like we want to stay in a regular nice hotel. We want to eat, you know, steak and, you know, just chill on some nice lounge luxury shit like she wasn't trying to be on no jungle vibes mm-hmm. so we end up leaving there driving an hour going to back to Playa del carmen and um staying like at the at their like i don't know if it was their hyatt but it was something like that it was like the townhouse um but it was like a regular hotel mm. but we stayed there for a couple nights that had some bomb food over in Playa del carmen and Playa del carmen is kind of like more of a touristy vibe it's a strip they got a bunch of um different uh restaurants and bars and tulum has a strip of bars too and we did go to a um a motherfucking uh food truck uh park which was cool they had a bunch of different food trucks in this in this little park that they had set up and they had tourists and they had locals and they had a little band playing there so Tulum wasn't all bad, but it was just very hip. My nigga, but you just said that shit was vacationing in Watts. It was it was it was really the ghetto though, because it wasn't no like it wasn't like you're in a fight like in a city, you know what I'm saying? That's like if you've been to Hawaii or I mean Jamaica is is, is a third world country, Mexico is the second world. But it's like if you go to Hawaii, right? Like the places that are around the hotels are generally nice. And the people's houses that are there on different islands are generally nice. Mexico and around the hotels was like not fire. But the the country of Mexico has some like nice cities and shit. You know, we drove around a lot of Mexico, like getting from place to place. Um, so it was, it was a dope experience to, to experience Mexico. You know, I had to poke fun at you because you had me and your close friends. And I was like, the nigga used the word breathtaking. And I started <laughs> fucking teasing you laughing like, ah, oh, this experience is just breathtaking. And I was like, this nigga, man. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, you 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 intertwine with your feelings and shit. And it's cool. I think that shit's dope. But, you know, I'm always fucked with you on that end. Yeah, um, yeah, that, that was my that was my birthday, and I was having a moment of my birthday. Nah, too. it's all good. You you did one of those motherfucking weak ass walk out to the ocean and go, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, 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 take the picture where I'm overlooking and make it seem like I'm in deep yeah, thought. Exactly. That's what you was on. You was on that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but man, nah, I'm glad, bro. Happy birthday again. I'm glad that you had a good time, you and your lady. And yep. got to see some shit, you know what I'm saying? Take some cool pictures and and, and get yeah, your no, recon on. Shout out to her, man. You know, she she definitely came through, booked everything and, and took every took care of everything for the trip, you know, and really spurs on the kids. So, you know, shout out to my to my lady. She uh, you know, she looked out for your boy. Looked out for the <laughs> look looked out for the big dog. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to talk about some old shit, right? Yeah. And obviously, because this is growing up the same and we don't really focus on retro topics. Yeah. You mentioned movies before we hit record. Right. What, what, what are we talking about in movies? Like what movie has crossed well, your I mind? Was... What movie have you went back? I know you I know you really fuck with Cinephobe, who's yeah, also that's on what I'm gonna say, That's really what what had what had me going because a meme was saying something on Cinephobe and I had to get on him for not. Ha- they don't have enough black movies on there. 
And I feel like they should have more black. So you you know how the show works at the, the, the percentage. I feel like a lot of black movies would be reviewed because of how Rotten Tomatoes scores it. or Right. However. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think it's interesting to get Zach and, and Anthony to, you know, uh, to peep those type of movies because it's kind of like a history lesson. Yeah. Um, what's a bad movie that you fuck with? Like crazy. Uh, I mean, the the one that jumps out obviously is Belly. You know what I'm saying? That's just a long ass. The thing about Belly, it's a long ass music video. They spent the budget on the, the beginning and yeah. the rest is kind of like, it didn't age well, but it's a classic. You know what I'm saying? You're going to fuck with it regardless. It didn't age well, but it did, though, because it wasn't really that great at the time. Nigga, Nas said he was going to go to Africa. Like, he <laughs> just woke up, bro. Like, that shit was New Jersey. Like, yo, done. Like, like it was a lot of bad <laughs> fucking things in there. But, like, you're right. It's a classic. I love yeah. it for what it is. And I don't really want to break it down just for white people to, like, call it mid. <laughs> Only right. we can call it mid. Only um, we, only yeah, you gotta be in the culture. Yeah, the yeah you gotta be in the culture. Don't disrespect the greats. Um, um I, there's a lot of basketball movies. I think when we did the pie with Trey Kirby, all basketball movies are racist. <laughs> okay, that's a that's an interesting line. Think about it. <laughs> yeah, the plots be crazy, bro. All yeah. the all the basketball movies be racist, bro. I ain't seen one, bro. I ain't seen one basketball movie that didn't involve race. Or didn't have some racist shit. That's right. Racist Othello, shit. racist. Yeah. Hoosiers, racist. Yeah. What like, about Sunset Park? Racist. <laughs> Why had that white lady come teach them black kids? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's racist. <laughs> yeah. Like, Eddie, racist. Eddie, racist. <laughs> yeah. You can yeah. go down the line. You know what I'm saying? I never look at <laughs> basketball movies as, again the same, bro. Yeah. Coach Carter, that bullshit. Like, it's a lot of movies with bullshit ass plots. And yeah. you be looking at it now, especially when you're old and you know how to like digest it differently and you kind of relatability. I be bugging out when I watch movies, right? Yeah. And I be like, damn, the character, he 37. 37 be looking old as shit. Yeah, I, I'm almost 37, so that's why I'm highlighting that number. But I'd be like, 36. Do, do I look like that? Like, I don't, I don't think so. I think I think our our, our 30s, 30s look different than different, the 90s 30s. Yeah, and a even, nigga in the 90s 30s look like he didn't had his job for 20 years and he on the verge about to retire. Right, or even like the 70s 30s look real old. Like, oh. like my nigga from uh from Dead Presidents. You seen Dead Presidents? Yes. The nigga with the fake leg, uh, what was his name? Cuddy. Cuddy. How old was Cuddy? He looked like he was in his late thirties, maybe early forties. That's fucking weak. Old. If Cuddy was thirty nine and he heard <laughs> that fucking hard ass leather, <laughs> yeah, I think like, Cuddy was out here dressed like, uh, I don't even know what the fuck to call it, bro. He was dressed crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like this the our thirties, our generation thirties. But, but to be fair, if you wear a mini fro with a bullshit ass mustache, you're going to look old. (laughs) We, our haircuts keep us kind of, kind of young, you know what I'm saying? In that situation of like, ah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like overall, you know? So I I look in, in that situation. Um, it was, it was another retro topic that I've been seeing. I was, I was going to say, um, what do you think about uh, just being on some old shit? Jay-Z on the shop reminiscing about him and DMX and their whole. Like, 
first of all, I don't want to really dissect it too much. And I also feel like I speak on LeBron too much, just being in the sports space. Yeah. I don't love that show. Right. And, I, and the only reason why, because I feel like it's not allowing the creatives who actually work behind the scenes to actually work. I feel yeah. like it's super driven to be all directed to LeBron. Right. Um, and they take away from the stories. Like, I feel like Maverick could do a better job at asking the questions. Right. And hitting on the points. Like, uh, when Bad Bunny was talking about wrestling, LeBron found a way to make that about him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I also felt like they didn't let Bad Bunny cook. You don't have to know what he's talking about. Like, yeah. you had Paul translating for him, but I'd rather just see the subtitles. Right. You know what I'm I was wondering why they didn't give us subtitles on it. They, listen, again, it was poorly planned. And yeah. then also let niggas show up with fucked up hair and get an actual cut. I right. don't want to see niggas getting a neck hair cut. <laughs> like that, that don't, that don't really help me too right. much feel. Did Jay-Z go to the shop anymore? No. <laughs> like, Jay-Z's probably been to a barber shop in probably like 30 years, bro. Like to be honest, bro. Right, Jay-Z right. ain't even been to a bank. I don't think he's did like normal right. nigga shit in like a right. good 25 years, easily call. But yeah. I thought his storytelling about like, you know, how he boycotted the, the Grammys and shit like that. And like, obviously like the experience of like touring with, you know, um, touring with, 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 with X and shit. Like those were cool. Um, I'm not really a sucker for vulnerability. Right. I mean, you know, maybe I'm just hard that hard, a hard or hardened person. Yeah. To a point of like, you know, the part of like him learning to swim because he had a daughter and, you know, he'd take his daughter to swim right. lessons and things of that nature. I think it's cool. You yeah. know what I mean? Like being in your kid's life is just dope as fuck, but I just don't want to hear that from hope. <laughs> like <laughs> you, just, you yeah. could use that in another time, you know what I'm saying? So like it wasn't great in that aspect, but like I think the storytelling could be better. I think they could use those 30 minutes and say some real shit. Yeah, I feel you. I I think I mean I love to hear Jay Z talk and and go in. It just made me remember, like we were talking about um, being old and and the feeling of being old. It it brings me back to the fact that in two thousand one, when Jay Z was doing the Blueprint, I thought he was old, and it was and it's crazy to think that now looking at him because now I don't really view him as as old which is weird you know what i'm saying because it's like now that i've lived life and i'm in my 30s like him being 31 in 2001 or whatever it was like it seemed like he was so old and i was like damn this nigga's been around for a while mm-hmm. really it was only like six years yeah it was only six years he started at 25 yeah so it was like crazy but now to to see all of the last 20 years that he's gone through it's like damn this has been crazy for him to be able to re-reference that DMX story. I, I just enjoyed that story more than anything because it, it rang so true. It was just like, yeah, X was really killing shit. And for him to be honest and give us that honest bar, like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck I was going to do after that nigga came through, you know? Um, it just And just to give the vibe of like what the music culture was at the time you know what i'm right. saying he's he's navigated through all these different area eras whether it was the snap era or diddy or whoever else or you know what i'm saying the South over to be fair what we don't allow our the genre to do 
We don't allow our artists to get old. And actually, the rappers that are really fucking good, they get better with time because of their experiences. You know what I'm saying? Well, and a lot of them the, don't allow themselves to get old because they they start chasing. They chase, but then they also get in. They get caught up in in what's going on currently instead yeah. of sticking into what they do. And like, it's kind of similar to basketball. Like, I hate using like, oh, Wayne got the vintage flow. It's like, nah, this nigga just kind of found a pocket that really works for him from time right. to time. You know what I'm saying? Because he'll hop on shit and he's featured, and it's like, nigga, why? Right. But then. It's an artist that I'm listening to now. And I actually was talking to KD about this shit. I'm just like, like, we're listening to Ransom. And I didn't fuck with Ransom until like 2006, like the A-team and all that shit. And now Ransom is fucking kicking ass in 2021. And I'm like, bro, like, did I quit on him? You know what I'm saying? Like, those are the things where you're like, oh, he's like, you know, firsthand with Dom Kennedy. Like, it's like, did niggas really quit on the artist? Yeah, it's not that niggas got better. I think they're always nice. It's just that you're receiving the content differently. Yeah, in a certain things because you can go back and be like, "Damn, I really like by Dom Kennedy," but I slandered it years yeah. ago. You listen right. to it now, you be like, "Oh shit, that shit was actually he was saying some shit," and I really didn't yeah. like consume it. Think yeah, it, about- was shit. it was some shit on uh, Los Angeles is for sale. The song he got called California that I had never really. I, you know, you listen to something when it comes out, but I had never really given it attention. And my homie was playing a fucking dumb Spotify mix the other day, and that shit came on. I'm like, I ain't never even listened to it. I ain't even this. heard this shit, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah no, nah, I'd be like that, dog, because I remember hearing yeah. that, um, the shit we did for Mustard. Remember that one song? Yeah. Yep. With Ty? And I was like, oh, this yeah. shit hard. When did he do this? And it was like, right, oh, right. it was like four or five years ago. I just like <laughs> slept. I was like, yep. oh, I probably wasn't fucking with him. I probably was fucking with another artist at that time. Um, yep. Not to spend too much time on some current shit. Yeah. Um, what's up with what's up with what's up with the crypto? What's going man, on with crypto, man? Man, your boy Elon is having some emotional. Uh, is he situation. fucking it up? He's fucking up the play right now. You know okay. what I'm saying? So it's already like a fragile market, but ju- that's just any financial market. You know what I'm saying? Like the same way Donald Trump was affecting the stock market, this nigga affects the crypto market. Mm-hmm. And so people, you know, decide to pick somebody that they believe in and they going to follow. And it's like, whichever way he's feeling that day is how the market's going to move. So that's really what's going on. Like he, he feel like, Oh, I want to say this, or I want to say that. And, you know, the the average person doesn't know why this works or what. You know what I'm saying? They're just following along with the with the crowd. So if he says something and then the crowd is like, ooh, then they're just gonna be like, ooh. And you know what I'm saying? Not really knowing, like, am I supposed to react to that? Am I not? You mm-hmm. know, so that's really what it is. And then you know, uh, right now they're having a Bitcoin conference in Miami. Mm, so, okay. like, everybody's out there. Bitcoin Zay, shout out to Zay, um, Russell O'Koon, uh, Anthony Pompliano, Michael Saylor, uh, all these, like, big, like, you know, famous Bitcoiners are out there right now. And so, of course, Elon starts tweeting about Bitcoin again yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then now, like, literally right before he, we got on, he changed his um twitter avatar to 
a Sailor Moon uh, character with Bitcoin in the mm-hmm. background and laser eyes. So it's like he can't decide whether he wants to hate on Bitcoin or if he loves it. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like he realizes not only, I think, at this point that he's fucking up his own bag. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, bro, you the one that bought the Bitcoin. You got a billion, $1.5 billion in Bitcoin. Like, you're also fucking up other people's bag. It's like, and if you're supposed to be this person who wants to help the world, or oh, I want to help save, you know, humanity and blah, 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 Mars and, you know, electric cars and all this. Well, on a very, you know, fundamental level, if people have their dollars invested in something and you're trying to, you know, make that go down, you're going to negatively affect society. So I think he's a, he's, kind of coming to that understanding and trying to do it in a funny and cool way to say like, okay, now I'm back fucking with Bitcoin. You know what I'm saying? Um, But I wish, I wish the world wasn't like that and wish the financial markets were tied to the whims of these billionaires and these egotistical motherfuckers. But that's just how the world works. You know what I'm saying? It works like that on every level. Like whoever runs Sony, whoever runs Apple, whoever runs amazon whoever mm-hmm. runs twitter these motherfuckers control the world like in every aspect of our lives but there's not really shit we could do about it you know yeah i personally hmm, i'm out on nfts i think that it's kind of <laughs> I, I think they got to a point where niggas just doing way too fucking much they missed it if you were able to get off of nft when it was buzzing good for you but right now <laughs> i think niggas need to calm the fuck down yeah, they doing way too much with the NFTs, bro. Like it's yeah. niggas. I don't even. I ain't never heard of in my life trying to sell NFTs for fifteen hundred. Yeah, no, and niggas, uh, niggas is really trying to like get their little scam off. Like, oh, this shit is popping. Like the homies going to design, you know, uh, whatever, like basketball card NFTs or whatever the fuck, like, and then get niggas to sell them, and it's like. You can't just hop on a wave like that, you know? You mm-hmm. can't just hop on something you think, oh, it's hot, and then I'm going to sell this for, like you said, 1500 for the NFT, five racks for the NFT. It's like, you don't even make art. like Yeah, art. like what you out here playing in a space that you don't even know, but go ahead, go off, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever Kevin is. Right. Um, Yo, I just read some wild shit that Ray J started the Tupac Biggie beef. What? <laughs> they said Ray J was at the studio and seen uh, Faith sitting on Tupac lap and told somebody, and then they just kind of did that. That sounds like a that sounds like a joke, bro. Bro, I hope so. I hate that meme culture. Like I hate joke. the internet. Yeah, I cannot fuck like with none of all this shit. No, he already started enough. He's <laughs> yeah, bro. His, I can't. His place is, in history is solidified. He actually he accidentally famous and 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 very important to the culture for no reason, bro. Man. Like it's crazy, man. Straight up. Um, I know you've been watching these games, right? What's up with your Lakers, bro? They're done, bro. I already knew they were done yesterday. I bet on the Suns. Um, Wait, you bet against <laughs> your favorite team? Yeah, yeah. bro. They they were not gonna win. They had. Like, no chance of winning that game. I mean... So how does that work, though? Like, how do you just choose and say, you know what? I'm going to bet against my team because I know they're not about to win. That's just exactly how it It just was easy. Like, you just take the bread and just deal with it and, and, just, and, and just count, your, count your pain off. 
with the bread. That's that's the only way you could deal with the pain, bro. And really, that's the best way. People actually got on me for saying this online one time, like, oh, I bet against the Lakers, whatever. But it's like, dog, if you know, you know your team better than anybody mm-hmm. else. You know what I'm saying? And if you know they're going to lose, what's the point of you sitting up there sad and not getting no bread off of it if you already bet on games? Like, might as well bet against your team, get your money. you still going to be sad because I was still sad when the Lakers lost. Mm-hmm. It's not like it just goes away. Like, nigga, we're the defending champs. We just lost in the first round to the fucking Suns that, like, they're okay. Like, yeah, they're the two seed, but everybody knows that's like a fraudulent two seed. It just sucks that we played in a short ass season. Anthony Davis is, you know, made of glass and LeBron wasn't all the way healthy. And also like our roster is not what it was last year. We definitely could have used Rondo and Dwight Howard, but mm-hmm. this that's is crazy. Working. That's crazy. This shit sound like 2004. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Talk about throwback. Like, but that's the truth of the matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now we're out of the playoffs. It sucks. Uh, I think the Clippers are going to win tonight just because what worst thing could possibly happen. <laughs> and like, you know, uh, I want to see them in game seven, but um, yeah, now I don't really have anybody to root for. I mean, who's who, but who, that's the other thing is like, who is anybody else really rooting for at this point? Joel Embiid is hurt. Like mm-hmm. are niggas really rooting for the Nets. Like, I guess I could technically root for the Hawks right now just because mm-hmm. they're a cool young team just as a fan of basketball. But, like, nobody's rooting for fucking Utah. I will never root for the Utah Jazz. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Nobody- I, don't think, I don't think you have to root for them in the essence, but, like, basketball is basketball. And I see it all the time where people are like, ah, uh, there's no need to watch the finals now or the ratings going to be down. Like, nah, bump is bump. Like, if right. you really like it like that, you're going to watch. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, think about the youth in the league. Luca, right. under 25. Jason Tatum, right. under 25. Devin Booker, under 25. Right. The league's in good fucking hands, bro. Like, it's just that, like, if you don't really love the game like that and you got a special team, you're only going to catch them niggas once or twice when they play your team. That's it. But, like, this is the playoffs is, like, the most exciting time because you actually finally get introduced to a team that you probably haven't paid attention to all season. You know what I mean? But who – I mean, I can't really say that because I watched so much basketball. But who – like, your team, you know, unfortunately, I hate to, like, throw it in your face, (laughs) hasn't made the playoffs in a while. and it's Hey, it's it's life, man. Who do you normally root for in the playoffs? Do you pick a player or do you? I don't root for anybody. I'm just, I just, you know, obviously working in me. watch the game, you have to want somebody to win. Yeah, I just want both teams to play hard. I want good (laughs) games. That's what you, you're just rooting for a good game. (laughs) That's all I want because at the end of the day, I have to talk about both teams anyway. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I can be like, I really wanted to, I, I pick, no, I do do predictions. Right. And like, obviously, I said, I forgot who it was. I had the didn't Knicks. You just, I had, didn't you just have to walk back one of your predictions? The Knicks. Yeah. Cause you, what, you had the Knicks over the Hawks? I had the Knicks in six. And, and they were like, Hawks fans were like, I didn't even know Hawks fans existed, <laughs> first of all, on the internet. And they're like, yo, this idiot. And, you know, and that's the, it's, it's, it's the prediction game. No one, unless you have Biff's Almanac. Right. And, you know, you can just guess them like that. I mean, I mean personally, just not going to know. Um, 
but yeah, no, it's fun. It's a, it's a fun scenario watching teams because that's the beauty about playoffs. Like regular season, regular season and playoffs is so different that when you approach it, you're looking like, damn, like, okay, this team playing way better than I expected them to play now. Or the regular season is just a regular season and people have healthy players and, you know, guys really lock in and, and take it more seriously. So um, I'm impressed by the Suns. I mean, obviously AD was hurt, but I want him to get healthy. You know what I mean? I want him to take care of him long-term. You know what I mean? He got a rude awakening about playing for Lakers. Niggas love you. Niggas will run you up off there. He got mad at Snoop. He don't follow Snoop. Snoop, you know, told him like, Kobe, you know, mama mentality. Nigga, he would have played through that shit, nigga. So, uh, see, you know, they, 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 they bullied him into playing. And it's like, you know, you're not right. Take right. care of your body, bro. Like, you know, if you play, you're going to fuck it up even more. And yeah. then everybody like, damn. Are you serious? He hurt. So, you know, that shit is, is crazy. But, you know, you got to have thick skin playing for the Knicks and the Lakers because motherfuckers will tell you about yourself mid-game. You come back to your phone and your shit lit the fuck up. Like, yeah. you bitch-ass motherfucker. And da, 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 and that's why we should have traded your ass. And, like, think about the recruitment of how niggas was trying to get Andre Drummond to come to Lakers. And now they be on his ass every chance they get. So, you know. These teams don't love no. The fans don't love nobody. Ain't no I mean, the fans do though. It's they just, do. They love you when you hot. Well, it just not. Well, here's the thing though. Anthony Davis has been on the Lakers for all of two seasons, and not even two full seasons. Right. So it takes a long time to build the loyalty that Magic, Kobe, and obviously Shaq to a lesser degree, you know, has engendered from the fans. And base like but when you get that loyalty from the lakers and like you said the knicks those die i mean the celtics also to a certain extent when you get that loyalty from those fan bases like you're good forever like right. you'll never have to buy a drink in this city again and i think anthony davis can get to that point but he's got to have a more tough mentality and there's and the reason why snoop and everybody else piles up on him for the injury and it was a bad time to do it is because so many times when he hits the deck, he, you know, he acts like he's has an injury when, you know, he's just hurt mm -hmm. or he just, you know, it's a little pain and he, he tends to, you know, just play it up a lot. And, and as a, as a fan base, we we're not fans of that. We want to see your toughness your resilience. So when, so it seemed like he was the boy who cried wolf, right? And the time that wolf actually came and he was really hurt, we was like, nah, you ain't hurt. You know what I'm saying? But he was really hurt. And it was, it was apparent from the start of the game. And that's why I was like, look again, I'm looking at the line and I'm like, oh, they say Anthony Davis is going to play. Now the Lakers are favored by another point. And I'm like, it doesn't matter if he's going to play. He's hurt. He's really hurt. So, you know, um who's so before we wrap the episode tell me who's your what's your finals prediction who's your nba champion prediction um i think the nets bucks is gonna be really tough like right i yeah. really fuck with that matchup but i got the nets obviously they're just they just got they haven't played against the bucks with Harden, so it's gonna right. be the you know adding that final piece is kind of like who gonna guard him you know mm -hmm. um but i got the nets coming out the east and surprisingly out the West. Hmm. I might have to go with the Suns, bro. The Suns. Because okay. I don't think 
I don't think Utah can beat the Suns. Really? Yeah. I think I think Utah's good. Is Conley right? hurt? Who? Is Conley hurt? He was dealing with some shit, but I think he'd be yeah. all right. Yeah. But it's gonna be on DeAndre Aiden. But I'm not mad if Utah goes to the finals. It's gonna be I, yeah. I, I just don't I see, see them I matching see up. Utah. I don't I see them, Utah. I don't see any West team honestly matching up well with the East. Yeah. They'll match up better with the Bucks. Right. But the Nets, they might get a freebie if the Nets can actually get past Milwaukee and um Philly. Yeah. Nah, yeah. The Nets, but the Nets it depends on Embiid too. Embiid playing on a meniscus right now. So I don't think Embiid is I think he's a right. I think he's kind of got that AD situation going on where it's like he wants to play, but you know, it's not really in the cards for him. Um so well, we'll see, man. But, we'll, but yeah, we'll, I got I got Utah. I got Utah playing uh playing the Nets in uh in the finals and I got the Nets in six. That's my prediction. I'm with it. We gonna I want I want our listeners to hold you to that. Um next week we got tons of guests. Um yeah. <laughs> this week, you know, dealing with rapper shit. Yeah. Um we were supposed to record with a with with you know, I won't I won't even reveal the guest, but you know, Jason was on vacation. Yeah. And then we had to reschedule. And then I was dealing with a basketball player yesterday and he had to reschedule. And you have to understand the magnitude of our, our show and how it's set up. High profile people blow us off all the time. All the time. So, all the time. So <laughs> you understand that, you know, sometimes we can rock this way. All right. Well, Jason, this was this was fun. We'll be back next yep. week. Growing up the same wins the game. <laughs>